This has been a minute for your marriage and family from the Three Hearts Institute. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. And good morning. You are listening to KTH 910 AM. This is Cecil Anderson, the North Texas assistant, and we are cutting into your regular broadcast on Saturday morning because we have something very, very exciting. I am joined by the fabulous Rowena Ignacio, and we are doing something that it's been a while. It's been two years since we've done last time, but we're broadcasting live from St. Catherine of Siena Autumn Fest in Carrollton. The address, if you want to come out and join us, is 1705 Peters Colony Road in Carrollton, and uh, there website as stcatherine.org. Lots of fun things happening today. We're going to be talking to a multitude of guests that have been put together by Shirley. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, very organized. Lots of people to talk to. Uh, and honestly, Rowena and I have already been doing some window shopping. There is something here for everyone. And I think this event started at 8.30 with a 5K, which we definitely did not participate in at all. Did not participate <laughs> Good morning, That's Rowena. Okay. How Good are morning, you Good morning, Cecil. I'm doing great. <laughs> this is amazing. Good to be back on air with I you. Know. Here at St. Catherine of Siena. It's been two years. I know, I know. I, I feel it. like it was two years ago we were sitting here, we were drinking Thai tea. Thai tea. <laughs> Didn't get a chance to grab our Thai tea, but we'll, we'll have to get later. it afterwards. For Absolutely. Sure. And um, doing lots of silent auction basket shopping. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So we'll get more of the details of the event, how long you have, but it's a pretty much an all-day event, so you have time to come out. Again, 1705 Peters Colony uh, Road in Carrollton, uh, and uh, their website, stcatherine.org, that I'm sure will have more information as well. Um, but like I said, we have a very packed schedule, so let's go ahead and get started. We have our first guests with us who are from the Stewardship Committee. I have Mark Himes and Lyndon Lenners. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here with Good us. Morning. Good morning, Cecil. <laughs> Good morning, Rowena. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, first off, um, let me start with Mark. How long have you been a parishioner at St. Catharines? I've been a parishioner here since, uh, I guess, about 2004, so, yeah. you know, wow. so, so quite a while. Yeah. That's awesome. Does anyone know what the year that St. Catharines first started as a parish? What year we uh, probably, probably with a missionary parish in the seventies. We built this big sanctuary about fifteen years ago, wow. so it's a growing parish. Yeah, Great. absolutely awesome. And so, uh, Lyndon, how long have you been a parishioner? Here? Uh, probably close to thirty years. Wow. Okay. So, no offense, Mark, but he has you. We keep a track record. See who's <laughs> all youngest. And I have to say, Lenners, that's very. I feel like that's a very recognizable last name. Your family's been very involved in this parish. Is that true? Yes, my wife has been the parish secretary for the last fourteen years, and wow. she just retired in June. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Wow. Well, you all are both on the stewardship committee. So, tell us a little bit about what that is. I'm assuming it has Yeah, some, let me yeah. explain. Uh, the Fort Worth Diocese has been promoting the stewardship theme for many, many parishes. And stewardship really is just it's a way of life. You know, first thing you have to do is you got to acknowledge that all the gifts come from God. Then second, you have to discern what those gifts that you have individually. And then third, you have to develop those gifts. And then fourth and most importantly, you have to share those gifts with the community. So it's a mindset you know, a lot of people think stewardship, they think, oh, fundraising or money. And no, no, that's not it. The purpose is to get people engaged and involved. And if that happens, the money will follow naturally. Amen. So it's not meant to be a fundraising effort. It's meant to get people involved and engaged. And I think Mark will talk about some of the, the projects or activities we've done here post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Uh, and have you all both been on this for a long time, or is it like kind it's, of newer? It, it's probably been about three years, okay, awesome. and the problem was that COVID came. Yeah. So just as we were ready <laughs> to go full steam, <laughs> it slowed things down. Sure. So we just recently opened the parish up 
the building up for activities. And except Mark will probably talk to you about that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so, you know, after we got through uh, the COVID time period and things started opening up, we, uh, in August, uh, had a welcome back weekend and ministry fair. And uh, that turned out to be a great thing for this parish. We, we, uh, we wanted to get the word out that hey, for folks, first of all, you need to you need to come back, make <laughs> yes. sure you know the, yes. the and that that this dispensation was over, and then with it, we combined that with a ministry fair because we needed we needed more people to re- reengage these ministries and get things rolling again. I love that. And we did a we our and work stewardship committee worked with the parish staff and they did a tremendous job in getting the word out. And then when we had coming up to the weekend, they had signage everywhere on the ministries. And of course, one of the things that we did to help attract people to come into the Family Life Center and uh, and go to all the ministry booths was we had food. Yeah, we had I was free food. Say, you leave a trail of food and people will come. So we had free food. So the, the the idea was is we gave everybody a little card and you had to visit three booths. And once you visited those three booths, then you could get a free meal. Oh, very so, smart. So, I'm keeping that for our parish. So I think the night's, the night's served about 350 meals. Oh, my over, goodness. Over the course of our four masses uh, oh that we gosh. have each weekend. That's so incredible. And so the response was tremendous uh, oh, for that. You know, well, I wouldn't say there was like pent-up demand, but demand isn't necessarily the right <laughs> word. It's probably there was this pent-up willingness to re-engage say, and to, to reconnect back. with people. Oh, yeah. And so all ministries... Uh, received a, a huge number of, oh, of new sign-ups to help re-engage. Yeah, because I think St. Catherine of Siena, I've always like felt it's a very vibrant parish, has lots of ministries and stuff like that. So it must have been like, yeah, those ministries probably dwindled a little bit, but it's beautiful that you were all able to get some people back yeah, it, to yeah, like, kind of rejoin It's a that. very multicultural parish. I mean, I always I kind of joke that if you watch people go to communion, it looks like the United Nations. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Lyndon's right about well, I that. I love that. And I love that you can really celebrate that, the diversity through so many different opportunities to serve. I think that, I mean, maybe that's really what people are hungry to do, not just to come together as a community, but they're like, I'm here to help and I want to help my parish. Mm-hmm. And what a like, creative, beautiful way to get everybody to come back after these kind of weird times, right? R- exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Right. What a beautiful parish this is. It is. So, so then, and then the other, one of the other things that we did then after we kind of got everybody reengaged is we wanted to re, re, uh, reinvigorate our stewardship effort. Absolutely. So uh, we got Father to agree after communion we'd actually do a stewardship prayer in each mass, and so oh, that's, that's getting everyone to kind of really think about stewardship in in the middle of mass. Right. And, uh, being so intentional about it, so right? It's so always tr- top of mind and on their heart, and, and that's the idea is, is being intentional about Absolutely. it. And that whole idea of you know, there's more to being Catholic than just going to mass on Sunday, right? Amen. I mean, so my old joke was you, people will watch a football game for three and a half hours, right? Sure. Now, are they able to give three and a half hours to God a week? <laughs> people first oh, think about yeah. that a little bit, and then well, if you go to mass, maybe you have one ministry and you have some private prayer. That probably can add up to that amount or even more. So. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I help with the young adult group at my parish, and we were just discussing about prayer time and dedicating time to God. And, you know, you're like, oh, I feel like I prayed at least, like, 30 minutes today. But then you look, and you're like, oh, your phone says that you were on your phone for, like, six hours today. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> not oops, so much. not as much. Not so, so, yeah. Much. 
So, uh, so you did that open, you know, breakfast, you know, lure people in with food, get them signed up for the ministries and stuff like that. And that was how long ago now? That was in August. August, okay. Yeah. And so have all the ministries come back full force then at this point? or Not exactly full force. We're still <laughs> building a few things. So they're, they're, uh, and, and uh, one of them is our, our greeters ministry that we're needing to re-engage. And, uh, and, ha- uh, and so that, that effort is still continuing. And then there's kind of four pieces to that greeters ministry. There's the actual like door greeters and, and those folks in addition to the ushers. Our usher ministry has been, main, been maintained quite well, actually, throughout okay. the COVID process. Oh, that's great. But then we also are building then the medical team and then the, uh, the guardian team, which we hadn't had prior to COVID. So. The guardian team. That's, that? yes. that's a security mm-hmm. program. We and, have parishioners will actually be armed, but be, be just mixed right in with the population. Right. right. And yeah. so. the prayers are they would never, ever have to be engaged. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, no, that's a wonderful, I mean, I don't think that we can be safe enough. No. Of yeah. course, through prayer, divine intervention. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, what a wise move, I think, on the parish. Yeah. Well, and it's a diocesan yes. you know, directive yep. that you know, all parishes need to do this. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, some have already started. We're a, li- we're a little bit behind, but not too much behind on that effort, it, it appears. That's great. Awesome. So what else has the stewardship committee been working on in the last few? Like, I know it's been slow, but in the last year. Well, I feel like the, you've, yeah, you've well, had to be like well, creative in your approach. Well, one of the things we were promoting before COVID was to basically have a, a meal event each month. Oh. And that was really to take advantage of the multicultural groups in the parish. Right. So even like today, you'll see that there's an African group and there's a Vietnamese group that serving food today. So the goal was to have a Saturday night event if you guys can cook for the autumn fest event can you cook one more time during the year mm, sure and again food is a big invite for people to oh come. yeah <laughs> and, and again that's take advantage of all the cultural resources we have at our hands absolutely mm-hmm. and Lyndon, i loved what you said about if, if you can if you can refresh you said so eloquently how you see stewardship it's not once again it's not just about raising funds which of course are very much needed, but it's it's what it's how you're trying to invigorate your community. Well, you here. talked earlier about priorities, so you know how how high on the priority list is God mm-hmm. and your spiritual life. So you've got to have good balance. We work with men a lot in the parish, and we talk about balance between your spiritual life, your work life, your family life, and it's and your and your social activities as well. If one of those gets out of balance. Bad things happen. I mean, I knew a guy that was up at the church so much, his family life fell apart. So wow. you'd think that would not happen, but he was not giving enough attention to his spouse and to his children. Sure. So the real core there is to find the right balance and make sure. Because your spiritual life will help you, like in, in the business world, or we're, we're, we're money guys, we're finance guys. <laughs> it, your spiritual life really will help you in your business life. Amen. I mean, how you work with other people, I mean, you know, we respect them and that sort of thing. So there's there's real value just beyond personal uh, personal growth. No, oh, absolutely. And what an honorable way to, to connect with the men of the parish, right? The I guess you could say the leaders, the leaders of the parish. Tell, yeah, teach them about balance and just... Um, because with that kind of comes that heart for service as well exactly. at home and in your parish community. Yeah. And, you, and right. you're going to find the three core groups you talked to today are going to be the Knights Columbus, which is the men's group, the women's club, mm-hmm. and then the St. Vincent de Paul, which is that charity arm. So at St. Catharines, those are the three big driving 
They're Minist- the ones that keep everything moving. Absolutely. <laughs> I always like to say the Knights of Columbus and like the women's club. They are like. Oh, I have a fr- phrase for it, but they're basically what keeps everything together in the parish. You know, mm-hmm. they're the ones who, like, when there's a need, who's there? It's right. the Knights of Columbus and the Women's Club, you yeah. know, and they show up. Uh, just a reminder that we're at St. Catherine of Siena's Autumn Fest in Carrollton. Please come out and join us. There are lots of fun activities and uh, delicious food that we're starting to, like, maybe get the aroma of. <laughs> and it's going to torture Rowena and I for the next two hours. Um, but uh, we've been talking with Mark Himes and Lyndon uh, Lenners, who are from the Stewardship Committee. Only have a couple minutes remaining with them. Gentlemen, what else is that we need to touch on to like let people know about what's going on with the stewardship committee or just generally in the parish well one thing that we've got that's coming up uh and i mean this sort of came as a result of covid is you know all of us know uh, someone who passed during this time whether it was from covid or whether it was from from other things and folks weren't able to grieve in the way that they normally did because they weren't able to gather with families and where people were in different parts of the country and you didn't want to fly and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, we're here in October and coming up here, you know, at the uh, early November is All Souls Day, right? So we, we are actually creating a wall of remembrance for the folks that had passed during this last, uh, you know, 18, 20 months or so. Because, uh, our, you know, we recognize that you know, our parishioners couldn't grieve for friends and family in the way that we traditionally had in the past and, and gather and say goodbye and, and, and pray for the repose of their souls. So, uh, in the, so, we're, so we're, we're having a, a poster uh, built for our narthex, and then the parishioners are contributing names of loved ones to remember uh, for All Souls Day com- coming up on November 2nd. And, and they're also having pictures of those people yeah. so you can really see who they are and have faces right there. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. What a, what a beautiful healing movement that is for, I think, a lot I know, of that's people. The, that's the intention is yes. the healing part. Absolutely. Mm. It's so necessary right now. What a beautiful initiative yeah. that you are all offering your parish people. That's right. incredible. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, so much for giving us your time today and also for serving in this way. It's, very, it's always really important to be able to see, I think, both strong moms, men strong men and you know serving in the parish it really does good for the young people i know and uh, as well as your peers um just one last comment maybe what are your favorite things about the autumn fest so that we can kind of draw people to come out today well, my favorite thing has always been the food of course we've <laughs> talked a lot about food on this that, we'll talk a lot about food don't I, worry. I've, jo- I've, I've joked with friends it's like i can come here today and i can kind of eat my way across the world because <laughs> yeah, we truly get food from from all continents because with, with between like uh, as Linda mentioned we've got our uh, African group it's a lot, with a lot of Nigerian folks. We've got Vietnamese folks. We have Indian folks. Oh. And then and, and we've got the traditional American fare with hot dogs <laughs> and hamburgers, too. Oh, so. that's great. That's awesome. Great. Awesome. Perfect. Well, you have well thank you for coming and sharing with yeah. us. Of course. Appreciate it. Of yeah, we appreciate so Catholic welcome. Radio coming here and, and being with us today. Oh, of thank course. You we wouldn't miss us. it. Thank you we all so it. much. Uh, again, Mark Himes and Lyndon Lenners from the Stewardship Committee. They were our first great segment, a great way to start out the day. And uh, just a reminder that this is Cecil Anderson along with the fabulous Rowena Ignacio. I'm just going to use a different um, uh, freight, what is it, adjective for you every time. Uh, and get <laughs> super, more enthusiastic. super enthusiastic. Super enthusiastic. Super enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> really enthusiastic about Thai tea um, for the next uh, two hours we're going to be on. I guess an hour and 45 minutes is already flying by so fast. We're at St. Catherine of Siena's in Carrollton. The address is 1705 is Peter's Colony Road in Carrollton. And uh, you can visit their website, stcatherine.org. This is their Autumn Fest. It's uh, the first we've had in, since you know COVID happened, and it's very exciting. Lots of delicious food, lots of activities to be had uh, 
you know, participate in, particularly the uh, silent auction baskets, which yes. are very dangerous. <laughs> very dangerous. I think every time I come here, I am like, I zero in on a few and I try to win them. <laughs> so. uh, I'm telling you, it's hard for me to just sit still here. I actually do want to do a little perusing and shopping. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as important as it is that we've got this amazing event for families to attend, let's support our local parishes. Right? I mean, what a wonderful way to spend time as a family, to come together in faith and fellowship, but give back. Give mm. back to these communities who are doing so much for so many people who are needing healing mm. and, you Absolutely. know, comfort during these times. So come on. I mean, it's a, it's a gorgeous Saturday. Oh, yeah. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's fall. I know. I feel like, like an Autumn Fest, Fest should be happening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Autumn Fest is like the official start of fall, right? It That's is. Like, well, in Texas anyway, because it's never actually fall no. when it says it's fall. It's like 93 <laughs> degrees yesterday. Awesome. Oh, man. So, yeah. So we're at St. Catharines of Siena. Come out and visit us. If you see, if you're listening right now and you come visit us, we're in the, I guess, the parish hall. We're up on a stage. I feel very special. We're up on a stage. We are front um, and center. Yeah, we are front and center. So if you come in and you heard us on the radio, give us a little wave and let us know that you did. Do you want to do the prayer hands? Or I could do the prayer hands yes. and then we'll, we'll let you know that, the, I mean, it will be nice affirming for us to know that you heard us. And if you'd like, I would really appreciate a Thai tea. I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 20 weeks pregnant and I'm, so oh, this is the probably card, affecting huh? me a little bit more severely than all of you, I would love a Thai tea. Would She's you like, show me your prayer hands, bring me a Thai tea, and I'll say a prayer for oh, you. Oh, I love it. Someone <laughs> probably just flipped through the dial. This is her first time hearing Catholic Radio, and they just hear Rowena make a plea for a Thai, thai tea. It's oh. a beautiful way to give back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So again, website, stcatherine.org. I think our next discussion is going to be about the uh, pro-life committee here in uh, the area, and uh, we're looking for our guest right now, but that's okay because we have fun. All right, perfect. Oh, we might. Perfect. All right, then we're going to have introduced then uh, to the uh, show. Yeah, Shirley, uh, Shirley Meyer is going to come on. She's the one who is the woman behind our fabulous schedule. And uh, she's going to fill in for right now until we find our uh, next guest. And she obviously had a lot to do with the planning of this um, this yeah. event. And, you know, Rowena, they actually, St. Catherine's Siena reached out to us months ago to I'm plan this. They were, they were on top of it. They to got it do together. this broadcast. And I know Shirley has been in contact and put together this fabulous schedule so thank you so much for joining us all right good um i'd like you to know that um i'm a convert and i've been with uh, st catherine since uh 2017 wow and um so i've become very active in the different ministries i'm a perfect example uh, or anyway a good example of how to become involved with the uh church here so um actually lyndon was um Lennis was part of the RCAA program, right. so um, I've known him and his wife very well, Sandy Lennis. Yes. And um, then also I joined the Women's Club, oh, so um, I'm active with that, as well as the Stewardship Committee. Oh, so wow. I'm sort you are of on all, that as well. Right? Uh, yes, yes. Great. And in addition, St. Vincent de Paul. You uh, are busy. So yeah, yes, yes. It's a full-time yeah. uh, situation for me. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And then you also spend time putting together uh, yeah, guests for us for <laughs> yes, yes, for the uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I really, it makes all the difference. I really have to say, you know, we kind of did a little powwow before we went on live, and I just, I want, I just want right. to say how much we at Catholic Radio volunteer staff we appreciate all of your efforts, and I think yeah. it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, this 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 parish is special because. It was a part of your conversion. 
journey, mm -hmm. but how you plugged yourself in so actively and how you serve so beautifully. I just thank you. Thank you to, to all the strong women of, of, of faith like you. Thank you for all that you do. Right. Yeah, You're thank welcome. you so You're much, Shirley. Here's my friend, uh, Michelle. Perfect oh, timing. Oh, there Perfect you go. Timing. Hi, Michelle. So, Michelle, you're going to be discussing the uh, pro-life, I think it's a committee here at the parish or just the, what you all are doing. Uh, this is actually, isn't October pro-life month? Is Absolutely. That right? yes. it is. Absolutely. October is pro-life month, and we're really excited about that. We're kicking off our Autumn Fest, and hopefully we're going to be doing a lot of things. Um, so our pro-life group right now is getting strong. And we're going to be doing things every single month throughout the year. We're going to be wow. doing a, um, an adoption program where we can adopt and pray for people who um, have been aborted and to stop abortion. Um, we're doing a lot of things to um, just get the word out. Our parish really wants to be a pro-life parish. Yes. So Beautiful. when you walk in, we want you to see that we are. Beautiful. So, you know, respect life means from conception till natural death. Life is so, so important. So we are, um, we, last weekend, a lot of us from the parish went out and did the life chain, yes. the ecumenical life chain. Oh, that's great. And we have people that have come out every single year. It's like a neat gathering. And what's really exciting is there's a lot of people from our parish, but there's also half as many who are from other churches oh, and other wow. denominations. So it is truly ecumenical. That's beautiful. Yes. What a way to rally, I mean, a common cause, but like, I mean, that's just, that's such a powerful way to evangelize too. Exactly. Share your faith, share your belief, but it's all, yeah, one common thing. You are all pro-life. That's beautiful. Right. Exactly. If you're Catholic, you got to be pro-life, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You do. Right. You absolutely. do. I think today I take the cake. So yeah, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. We well, there's like a walking pro-life billboard. There's all three of us exactly. here today, Rowena and I and Rowena's baby. That's very, right. very, very excited. So, Michelle, obviously you're very, very passionate about this. How did you get... How did, hold on a second. One second. Wait a minute. That's my very important question. Wait a minute. I'm so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> this pro-life pregnant mom, soon to be four boys got her prayer request <laughs> it came to fruition from the stewardship committee over here thank you for my tighty mark that was so nice i didn't mean for you to get it oh i'll take the tighty i feel like the tighty is our tradition yes that's what we do oh, we have so our tighty while we're on you air you gotta get it right away because i know you're busy because yes. it's gonna sell out right it's now. gonna sell out yeah that's what we were oh my that gosh mark is so sweet that is so kind of him i love this parish <laughs> I love St. Catherine of Siena, and I love the Autumn Fest. Come on out, everybody. Show yes, your support. Absolutely. Sorry for the interruption. No, no, no. You're please, good. Please. So um, what was that question yeah, again? My question was going to be, you're very passionate about the pro-life movement. How, First off, like, how long have you been involved in the parish, and what, how did you get involved and feel drawn to be involved, particularly in the pro-life ministry here at St. Catherine's? Well, actually, I was brought up in a very pro-life family. My father, um, we had six children. I'm the oldest, and we, oh boy, <laughs> we every year we did the 20 mile hike for life oh, wow. in Dallas, yes. and my father was one of the he was actually the lead person, and we would just do something. He was a Knights in the Knights of Columbus, and we would walk around White Rock Lake, and in the 10th mile, everyone got an orange. And so we would peel oranges for two days. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and every year we got a T-shirt. And I didn't know what pajamas were because we just wore those T-shirts every... When we were growing up, we oh. just had the leftover pro-life T-shirts. Oh. We would, so I didn't know what pajamas were. Those sure. were our pajamas. Anyway, I just... But look at that, intentionally ingraining that kind exactly. of message from a so, young age. Exactly. So from a young age, I just learned that life was just so important. Beautiful. And so it was ingrained in me when I came... 
you know, just being active and adult. Now that my children are grown, I can spend more time. But I've loved it. We have Gabriel Project, which yes. we help yes. women. Yes. And I've also um, been very active in the Rachel ministry in the past. Beautiful. And so I've just been real drawn to anything that has to do with life. So can I ask some personal questions? You can. Okay, I would like to know your greatest triumph as well as your greatest challenge during these times in the work that you do specifically. My greatest triumph. Triumph. Recent was, or even previously. I'm so glad you asked. Oh, so good. as a Gabriel Angel, I helped a woman who had um, twins and her husband left her. And so she was raising them by themselves and then she was raped. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And I went to every single doctor's appointment with her. I got to help deliver the baby. Oh. And it was so, such a blessing to help find an adopted family. Wow. And they flew in from Idaho. And I told the mom she had gone to the hospital four times and didn't come home with the baby because the mother changed her mind and I called her and I said Nikki I remember her name was Nikki I said this is for sure and she got her car seat and her stuff and came down and the mother the birth mother and the new mother they had a little dedication for the baby and it was just really beautiful so that that was my biggest triumph is oh that's beautiful she decided not to have an abortion and adoption and adoption is such a better choice Amen. it's just the obvious choice and the hardest thing, I think, is when you really work with someone and you explain to them how important life is, that you'll do whatever you can to help them as far as baby supplies and, you know, um, emotional and, and um, just a lot of emotional and spiritual support. And then they decide. Of course. To end the baby's life and then they come back and they're just very very regretful they're hurt and you know god's a loving god he does forget we all make mistakes but then walking through them knowing they have so much regret i think is the hardest thing but it's just very rewarding of all the you know the babies that we save all the time all of us that you know speak pro-life it's not just um words but in actions and like for you, ha- keep having those babies. <laughs> I love, love part. big families. Love Fourth big families. boy. It's, you know, as long as I get my Thai tea. It's a, oh, it's a boy. Oh, it's just that's a right, boy. That's right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Another yeah. boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I have to say, though, with, with anybody in the pro-life movement, you know, thank you again for the work and the service that you do and the sacrifice that you do. But really, it's all about accompaniment. When you accompany these women, whether they've chosen life or not i mean you know before where, wherever they are on the the, the, the spectrum the, the spectrum of discernment <laughs> yes it's discerning. the accompaniment that mm-hmm. makes th- that's what's groundbreaking that's what's what's actually going to make the impact so just yes. making yourself available in whatever way is is, is what makes this this movement so um important i think it's the number one urgent, thing and urgent. very urgent especially with everything going on in the world today Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you you very much. much. Of course. Thanks for having me. No, of course. And is there anything you want to highlight that you all are, you said you want to try to do lots of things throughout the next year? What is something you want to let people know that's going to happen at St. Catharines with your pro-life ministry? Well, we are setting up a lot of things. We need to get approval before I announce. Okay, okay, got it. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. But we are going to be doing something really big in a couple of weeks. And every single month, we're going to have some parish-wide activity 
where you can find out information. You can learn things. We're going to do some movies. Wow. Um, you know, stuff like that. So wow. we're um, we're excited. Awesome. Way to get them involved. Thank That's you awesome. so much, Michelle. And can you pronounce your last name? Because I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, my it's Wiktorski. Michelle Wiktorski. Wiktorski. <laughs> got it. I'm so well, glad I did And people try. know me by Michelle Stone, too. That's my stage name. Oh. I just got married. So <laughs> congratulations. Oh. That's how exciting. Well, it's, it's been two years, but people just don't. You're still a newlywed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. You enjoy that. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank well, you so much. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. And what are you doing today here at the Autumn Fest? Oh, I'm in the general store. We have a coffee bar. Oh, most important. And we have uh, <laughs> sweet retreats. So you can have a little treat with your coffee. When you finish your chai tea, come visit us. Yes, we will. And then we have a little general store. We've made donations. And so people can pick up a, not, some trinkets. And we even have a Catholic table this year. Ooh, oh, that's great. Sam Drucker there? Is what? Sam Drucker. Is he there? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. okay. Well, you can find Michelle in the general store, which I believe yeah. is just off the parish hall, down yes. the hall, this way, this way. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much for being thank you coming so with much. us, Michelle. Appreciate your time. Awesome. So and we've got just, our next guest. That's I know. Exciting. We're just going, 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 going. Remind going everybody time. that we're talking. Uh, at the St. Catherine of Siena Autumn Fest. Uh, this is, uh, gosh, we've been doing this for years and years and years, and we're so happy to be back after a year off. Uh, my name is Cecil Anderson, the North Texas assistant of the Guadalupe Radio Network, and I'm joined by our fabulous volunteer, Rowena Ignacio, and baby. <laughs> got both of them here with us today. And uh, we are going to be broadcasting until 11 a.m., but this event goes until, I actually need to find out what the ending time of this event is. Does anyone know? Shirley, no. do you know what time? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Four o'clock, 4 p.m., perfect. Okay. So until 4 p.m., so you have a few hours, but come out while we're on the air and give us a little wave and let us know that you are listening. Uh, lots of things to do. There's lots of delicious food. As Rowena sips her Thai tea, she's very excited about. It's good for the baby, too. <laughs> I think so. I think um, the baby was actually the one demanding. So. Yeah. Nourishment. Nourishment. <laughs> I like how I don't have an excuse. I just wanted the Thai tea. <laughs> this is our tradition. This is our tradition. To you. We, got our we are back tea. at St. Catherine of Siena. Oh, I have missed you all. It's been two years. I <laughs> I've missed you all so much. And we're super excited because I don't think we've ever talked about this during our broadcast. So I'm very excited we're doing this. But we have uh, with us Daryl Hartley. Yes. Uh, with the veteran programs here at St. Catherine of Siena. So first off, you served. Thank you for your service. Thank you so Thank much. You. God Thank bless you. Can you let us know Thank you. Uh, what branch of the military you were in? Because I'm not Navy. Navy. You're in the Navy. Navy. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> were. What? So retired, retired uh, Navy. No, served my time and I'm a veteran. Oh. So you have... Uh, Retired status. You have okay. medically retired. You have veteran status. Okay. So I'm a veteran. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank so you. if you do 20 plus, you can retire. Got Some it. people choose to stay 30 for their. That's their business. I, you know, <laughs> 10 years is good enough. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an addictions counselor by profession, and I'm also a board certified chaplain. Wow. Wow. So I deal in hospice care. And so dealing with veterans exclusively, go to the VA a whole bunch, uh, the different areas, whether it be um, Fort Worth, Dallas, Bonham. Uh, we have a, a little entity out, in, it's called Clyde Cosper, right outside of Bonham. And we go and visit the veterans and such. And then, of course, here at St. Catherine of Siena, there is a veteran population that people don't know about that I go and visit as well. Uh, also, addictions doesn't necessarily just mean alcohol and drugs. Sure. And incidentally, alcohol is a drug. Right. Yeah. Um, there are people who have addictions to video games and sure. other things, overeating, anxiety. Any kind those of indulgence type, Yes, any an types of, absolutely. Yes. So, you know, we're here to ensure that, one, the veteran population, um, this is a big deal here in Texas. Texas loves its veterans. Yes. But there's a veterans homeless issue as well. Mm -hmm. And so I've partnered with... Um, 
I'm a member of the VFW and the American Legion. I can't wear two hats, but I'm so for the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, I am the District One Chaplain. Wow. For the American Legion, I am the District One Chaplain and District 13 Chaplain and District. Um, so let me go back. I'm the District 13 Chaplain and Commander. So our District 13 Chaplain, he succeeded me, but he's still recovering from surgeries and such. So I still go out because the. The nautical miles between posts are over like 2,000 miles. So from here to here to here to here to here. But I also do work with Department of Transportation, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, getting people back to work who failed drug screens and alcohol screens. So the traveling is not a big deal. See, I have some say on the road. I don't have any say in the air. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to say what's really, what I, I, I found is so beautiful about this parish community, because we started, I feel like stewardship is going to be our theme for today. I agree. I agree. And I love how this community seems to really support Use your gifts, your talents, your professional expertise, what you've done, how you've served in other areas of your life, and bring it to your parish people, and then let that kind of spread yes. through evangelization. But I, I don't know. There's something about it all coming full circle. Mm. Oh, and, yeah. And it's what you so put, vibrant. What you put in, you will receive back. I, I also would be a, uh, a miss uh, if I didn't say thank you to Sister Shirley Meyer for allowing me to engage the populace because as much people hear about veterans they don't know no, about agree. veterans they we think don't. that you just go to the VA and you're healed no it's it's, it's, it's a process because right. most veterans and I'll say it not some most they don't trust the VA the government the system itself and so you have a lot of them in the enclaves out and about so I know where they are most of them and I'll go visit them I'll take them food I'll take them clothing and again we're um, the VFW, the American Legion, the, um, the DAV, and other organizations. We partner with St. Vincent de Paul, Catholic Charities, the local churches as an ecumenical base Beautiful. to ensure that no one's left behind, mm -hmm. no one's hungry. Right. Um, the scripture says, you know, when I was naked, you clothed me. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was in prison, you visited me. So you incorporate that aspect of what's actually in real time, and there are people getting better. They're turning away from what their thought process was previously into something that's very positive and influential in the community wow. and abroad. Oh, that's beautiful. Daryl, is there anything that the wow. people listening, if they, if there's something that they could do to help? You know, you talk about people don't know a lot of what's going on. How how can the average person help? They can get in contact with me first. Okay. And my telephone number globally is 469-289-8077. That's Chaplain Daryl Hartley. And Daryl is D-A-R-R-E-L-L. Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y. It gets me spelled. It's, it's, so people say, how did you come about your name? It's my mother's Demerol. I, guess. I don't know, but we're here. So we, we place ourselves in optimum positions to succeed, not just because we're parishioners and we're in diocese. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to give back. Mm -hmm. um, your time, your talent, your treasure. Um, you pick one. Well, all three mm. and let people know that this is what we're about this is what we're prepared to do they can also donate to the vfw foundation mm -hmm. they can donate to the american legion texas or the national or the we have global entities as well mm -hmm. there are posts they can donate to their local posts vfw american legion dav uh marine corps league those types of things the more we have the better we are able to connect with those who have a need like for Christmas, there's Toys for Tots that we're, yes. that we're certainly connected with. So when I was uh, going for election for district chaplain and commander, mm -hmm. um, 
my promise was, well, let me go back. So I greased the squeaky wheel with bunt cakes, right? So I went to just bunts, right? Or, <laughs> yeah, and, nothing but cake. Nothing but yeah, yes. cake, right? And so I went, I went and got, uh, I don't know, 50 cakes or whatever. <laughs> so everybody, you know, I know it's expensive, but it, it, so You're giving. just in case somebody had an idea that I wasn't the guy, when you ate that bunk case, well, I'm going to vote for him anyway. So <laughs> you, you grease the, spoken, you know, the, the squeaky wheel. So I promised, as I do now, there will be a turkey on every table, wow. a chicken in every pot, clothes in every closet, and toys under every tree, and fuel in every gas tank. Because what I also do here in our diocese as well, I'll go around to people to their homes. And if they're unable to clean their houses up, I'll either take a group of people, I'll call Mary or Molly Maids, or I'll do it myself. I'll clean the place up, put fuel in the car, and clean that refrigerator and put things that are not outdated in them, and so as in the cabinets as well. Why? I would hope somebody would do that for me at some point. Because all of us have, one, an expiration date, but two, somebody's going to have to take care of us down the line. You see those commercials? Oh, the guy's 100 years old. Oh, he looks good. Yeah, somebody take care of him, too. So we, we need to understand <laughs> that um, what we have now, purposely, we give back. You know those old buildings you may drive by sometimes? They're just sitting there, blight, overgrown vegetation. If you tear those things down, and they're not eyesores anymore. You can repurpose that brick and that metal and, and do something with that spot. That's what we're doing with people. We're repurposing lives because some people don't feel they have hope. When a man, woman, child, or animal has hope, they have everything. That was beautiful. beautiful. Thank you so oh, much, Daryl, wow. for joining us today. And I'm, I'm sure you oh, have inspired I'm a, somebody. I'm a former Protestant bishop. I can give you three strong hours <laughs> up here if you need <laughs> I mean, we have a table of converts. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah definitely. That's, yeah. that's incredible. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining Thank us, Daryl. We appreciate it. I'm sure you have stirred many people, hopefully, to action, and Thank they will be uh, reaching you. out to you. Please, if so they much. need to hold, you know, get a hold of me, 469. 469- Two eight nine eight zero seven seven. Thank awesome. you for the opportunity to be of present, course. serve, and support. I appreciate it. Thank of you course. for all you do thank for the church you. and all you do for the Lord. Thank yes, you. thank God you, thank you, God bless you. Thank you. Oh man, we've had a fantastic program so far today, Rowena. It's you. been great. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, there's something about the, the 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 strong men of God here at this yes. church. They are all on fire. So of course serve their parish people, but serve serve the Lord ultimately. Yeah, and no. I can just I can just imagine like there's got to be some strong bonds at this community. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a reminder that we're at St. Catherine of Siena's in Carrollton, 1705 Peters Colony Road in Carrollton. Uh, their website stcatherine.org. We're at their Autumn Fest, uh, which is uh, their big event that they have every year. Uh, the first time in a lot, since COVID, though, so we're very excited about that. There is food to be had. There's a general store to shop in. There are kids activities. There's um, all sorts of fantastic uh, opportunities uh, to come, have fun, see your friends and family. Um, so come out, bring the kids. It's going to be a fantastic, um, just a fantastic event. And we're already having a lot of fun. We'll be on the air until 11 a.m. And uh, we're very excited to introduce our next guest, who is from the Knights of Columbus, uh, the Grand Knight, according to his name tag. <laughs> and uh, that is uh, Chuck, uh, get a print wise perfect chuck well thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me of course so how long have you been at st catherine of Siena's? well actually i moved to the dallas area in 1996 and i lived in Carrollton, 
and I went to St. Catherine of Siena. And then I met my wife, and of course we got married, and for years we lived on Knoll Road. I used to go to uh, St. Rita's. Then we returned in 1999, and we live in Carrollton, and I've been going to St. Catherine since 1999. Wow. Wow. So how quickly after um, you all kind of rejoined the parish did you get involved with the Knights of Columbus? And they've been around since the whole time the parish has been around. Is that right? Or or do they kind of incorporate a little bit later, the group here, the council well, the here? Knights of Columbus started, this parish council started around 2004. Okay. Actually, we, uh, a group of knights from another council broke off from that council and started this one is essentially what happened. Gotcha. And I joined the Knights in like 2007, and I've been with the Knights ever since. I've been a uh, grand knight. Uh, last year was my first year, that uh, fraternal year from um, 2020 to 2021 is my first year. This is my second year of being the grand knight my last year. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so the Knights of Columbus, I, I figured out what I say. I usually say the Knights of Columbus and like the women's club, I feel like are the spine of a parish. They keep everything together, you know, they keep everything moving. What are some of the biggest things that the Knights do here at St. Catherine's and in the community? Well, I'll start with, um, I'll list them individually. The first thing we do, of course, is today we're doing Autumn Fest, and we've done this every year. We have breakfast burritos, hamburgers, hot dogs, cheeseburgers, Pulled pork. We're right outside the main kitchen in a sissy hall if anybody would like to come. As far as our activities, um, the big thing, we everything we do is important, but I'll start with the golf tournament, which is next weekend, September the 16th at Indian Creek. Um, tea time starts at 8 a.m., probably go through noon. And if we're looking for new team members, they can sign up this weekend. Oh, this awesome. will be the last weekend to sign up. Now, a little history on that. In 2019, we gave the church 11000 In 2020, we gave them 16000 We've been very successful. Wow. wow. Uh, this year, we have 27 teams. Um, we're gonna have, we are going to have $5,000 raffle items. Uh, our hole-in-one thing is $15,000 to anybody that can do that. We have par three, um, and the Knights are preparing food for that. Also, the second major activity we have is we have uh, we serve lunches for the 9 a.m. to and 11 a.m. Sunday masses. That starts in September, runs through May. It's every month except for this month and the and December. And essentially, uh, what we uh, do is we sell essentially what we're selling here. We've been quite successful with it. In uh, 2020, we used to cook the food in the main kitchen. Or excuse me, in 2019, we cook it in the main kitchen and serve it here. Uh, due to COVID last year, starting in March 2020, we had to have a drive-through, which is on the south side portico of the Family Life Center. And we tripled, or better than tripled, our sales wow. uh, before we'd lucky to gross 250. Now we gross a minimum of 750, sometimes quite a bit over a thousand dollars. So we've done quite successful with that. Next thing we do is we do the uh, repairs for the church. 
a few months ago we did the soffits and painting at St. Vincent de Paul. Just recently we finished up uh, repairing the soffits and painting on the uh, south side portico of the Family Life Center, which is a good thing. Um, then uh, what we do is with the ministry fair, we've been, uh, that was a few weeks ago, we were quite successful with that. We did very well. Our booth took in, we took in five new members and we took in two transfers. So we've got seven new members to our council in the last month, which is very good. Also, we cook for that. We've initiated, since I've been Grand Knight, some new programs. Uh, We have the rosary program, leaving on air behind, into the breach, and night of the month. We've initiated these programs. And some of the other things that we have um, been doing annually, we have, of course, our chili cook-off, which is the weekend between the playoffs and the Super Bowl oh, every year nice. on that Saturday. <laughs> <How> timely. <laughs> we do the garage sale, which is around, we didn't do it last year. This year we'll do it. It's around April, May. We cook for the Christmas Bazaar. We do the Lent meals for Lent, which we prepare in the kitchen here and having a CC hall. We do Special Olympics, wheelchair, we have blood drives every quarter, and we have a men's cook-off. Um, other things we do uh, for fun is we have two hunting trips every year, dove hunting. We go to a ranch outside of, a uh, man owns a ranch outside of um, it's Enderby Ranch. And uh, essentially what we do, we go hunting, dove hunting twice a year. That's in uh, north of here. We have two fishing trips a year to Lake Texoma. And we're, we've had two uh, Rough Rider games so far oh, this fun. year. So we do a lot. Last year, um, we were a star council. And something else that's really great, we won the Lone Star Award, which I think less than 40 of the 880 councils in the state of Texas win, so we did very, very well. So I think last year, even though we had COVID, was the best year we've ever had. I think this year is probably going to be better. That's That's incredible. That's really good. And how many, uh, roughly, members uh, do you have in your council at this moment? You just got seven new ones from that ministry fair. Um, How many do you have, like, active members? About 115, 120-something active members. I'm curious, what is what is the age group of these members? Well, our youngest is 26. Oh, wow. Our oldest is 78, wow, 79. Uh, most of the members fall in the 40s to 50s to 60s category. Uh, we have a couple of three that are in their 30s, so we're looking for some more young members. We take old members. We're looking... For some old members, older members. I'm in my 60s myself, so. You know what I love? I I think it's kind of like just the dynamic between men and women, you know. I think women are more naturally inclined to get plugged into their parish community. And the men kind of just, you know, whatever whatever the women encourage them to do, they do. But if you're really wanting to, like, activate, inspire, get your husband involved... In, in the church parish, I feel like the Knights of Columbus is like that's that's where they should begin, because you know I, from what I'm hearing, all these different activities and, and initiatives that you have 
so many different interests for so many different kinds of people. P way, different ways to get people involved and serve. I just feel like that's kind of, it should just be like the go-to for men if, 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 if women or even if men just want to get plugged in. And then, you know, it just kind of creates this like momentum of, again, I keep saying like having a servant's heart. It's, oh yeah, it, absolutely. The Knights of Columbus are so strong here. I feel like, um, I mean, it, it must have been like, it's, it must have been so, I guess all these years that you've been a uh, Grand Knight, I wanted to ask what, what's been the most like rewarding thing for you to be in this position and to see these men serving in the way that they do. I just think the fact that we set records, uh, we set records at the golf tournament, we set records with our um, our Sunday meals after mass, uh, all the different programs I brought into the and the other members have helped me with, but they came into this organization in the last couple of years. That's really what I'm proud of. I like the way we act as a group. We're more cohesive now, and that's what I'm really proud of. I mean, I want to say this: we've had a lot of success, but I'm working with superstars. That's awesome, and that's why we're doing it. That's awesome. These guys—they make it happen. I love that. They're superstars. I'm telling. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The men here are so involved. I know. It's so amazing. Yeah. And, and uh, just a reminder that we're talking to mm -hmm. Chuck from the Knights of Columbus. He's the Grand Knight. Um, Knight. I, to the people who are listening right now, there's Knights of Columbus councils at a lot of the parishes locally mm -hmm. here. Um, and if someone's listening, they're not involved. How, what would you say to a man? Like when, when someone comes up to you, like you're at the ministry fair, and they're like, I don't know if I want to join this. What do you say to encourage them? Well, it depends on the age group. First of all, I like what you said about the wives who are more active. I'll, there's a joke, we join the Knights because our wives ask us to. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. That's, that's the way it works. Let's just be real. That's the way it if works. That's what, our it, wives that's, ask exactly. us too, and that's why we join the exactly. Knights. Exactly. you got to have the What I would somewhere. say is that you take men that are like 20s, 30s, 40s even, maybe some in their 50s, but mainly 20s and 30s. They're married. They're starting their family. They're starting their career. they got kids in the house, mm -hmm. so they're busy. So what I say to them is... Join the nights. If you can do, come to three or four meetings a year, go to a couple of fish fries, go to a couple of breakfasts where we cook breakfast, do three or four activities, that's great. Because your time is, number one, is taking care of your family. Number two is taking care of your job. Of I course. mean, your time is spread thin. Of course. Older nights who are like 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, kids are out of the house in college, they're more settled. Uh, when they join, they have more more time to be active and more things. So what I'm saying to younger people, young men, younger men, is don't be afraid to join the Knights. I mean, we're not going to say, okay, you got to do this and that. We say, hey, just do a few things. Just do what you can. And to anybody, it's just do yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. And that's why we, um, in fact, this year, Supreme came down and we streamlined our meetings so we keep our meetings on time and they're because we keep every our meetings to an hour because we understand the windshield time that people have in of getting course, to meetings. Of so. course. Um, and I'm sorry to cut you off but this is just like, yeah. like a word on my heart. I feel like every now and then I'm going to touch a word on my heart. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as amazing and, and, and generous and charitable as the work that you all do yeah. in serving others and evangelization yeah. and building up your faith, it's all about brotherhood, isn't yeah. it? Brotherhood, especially now, I mean, just, I kept saying earlier, like, accompanying each other, brotherhood. I, I, again, the first go-to should be Knights of Columbus. If you know a man who is just looking for 
time to bond with men of similar interests, of similar faith, and maybe they're feeling like lonely during these times, or they're hurting during these times. Well, that's why we have the program, uh, which I think is a really good one. It's called uh, Leaving Our Neighbor Behind, and mm -hmm. we have one individual now that's doing it, and we're going to get more. They call up nights and say, how are you doing? How's the family? Whatever. Wow. See, for example, we take each other to the doctor. Some people say, I need oh. to go to the doctor. Wow. Or I need to I need to move stuff in my house or mm -hmm. I need to do some minor carpentry. In fact, for this year, since I've been Grand Knight, uh, there was one uh, couple of ladies that are moving out of their apartment and three of us went over there and helped them move their stuff out. And then there was another lady who needed some help at her house doing some repairs and several of us spent several weekends doing repairs to our home so we help other parishioners wow. that need help we reach out to them wow so yeah just so many different ways to get mm -hmm. actively involved and like you said you yeah. nobody is nobody is pressured to do it all just yeah. plug yourself we don't pressure anybody thing. we don't twist arms like right. you got to do this or that right. it's like do what you you can do and do you, what interests you yeah and usually it's the ones that are older Kids are out of the house, yes. have more time, yes. do it, you know. That's and then right. we've got some young knights that are quite young, and one is 26, and what he does is phenomenal. Wow. I mean, I'm just like, I don't know how you do this. No, he's driven. So, he's definitely uh, driven. That's all I have. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so I've much. learned so yeah, much. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm, I I'm just glad you all had me here. This is yeah. a really great thing, and I enjoyed it. And Good. Yeah. Well, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for your it time. Was, okay. It was beautiful to hear about thank what uh, the Knights of Columbus are doing. And if you come out today to St. Catherine of Siena's Autumn Fest, come see them at the Knights at the burgers. And you said pulled pork and hot dogs. Lots yeah, of yummy here. food. We're here. We're here. They're here. They're here. Come and eat their food. We're cooking at uh, the Christmas Bazaar. And awesome. we have all these other events I've mentioned. Also, I want to say this before I leave. If anybody wants to join the Knights, our, uh, the uh, director of our membership is Enrique Garcia. He's doing an excellent job. He's outstanding. And his name is in the bulletin, Enrique Garcia. Okay. His phone number, you contact him or contact any Knight. If you say, I want to join the Knights, talk to any of us and we'll We'll get you signed up. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Chuck. We okay. really, really appreciate right. it. And Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, if you want to join, make sure you contact Enrique and uh, yeah. you can get involved yeah. with the Knights of Columbus and visit them today as they're cooking delicious food for the St. Catherine of Seda Autumn Fest, which coincidentally is where we are broadcasting from right now. My name is Cecil Anderson. I'm the North Texas assistant. And uh, I'm joined with, of course, Rowena Ignacio, um, our fantastic super volunteer. And, uh, man, it is going by so fast. We're almost an hour through this broadcast. And I think we have our uh, next guest ready. And the bullpen is lit. Dave likes to say. And I know Dave Palmer is listening right now. He's on his way Shout to out to Dave Palmer. a baseball game for his son. So that's very exciting. Hopefully it goes well for Patrick. <laughs> and, I hope so. Uh, so exciting. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so, man, there's it's starting. Have you noticed, like, the volume level of the ambiance is just, like, getting a little bit louder in here? It's because more and more people are coming in um, and getting delicious food which i believe rowena's husband just popped down in front of us which is now where we can just smell even more 
I'll tell you, promoting a live autumn fest on live radio works. I think they were on their way home from a soccer game, and all the boys are hungry, and then they hear us on the air. Talking about like, food, talking as we about do. Food. That's, like, mostly what we do. <laughs> so, yeah, I am curious to know how many people are out there commuting, just like Dave Palmer with his son, going from game to game to activity, and are like, you know what? We've got, a, we've got like, two, three hours of downtime today. It's a beautiful day. What is something that we can... How many of you are out there listening right now? And if you are, come over to St. Catherine of Siena here in Carrollton. Show us your prayer hands because that, <laughs> that tells us you're actually listening. And, I'm, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, what, be better way to, what better way to spend your Saturday as a family? Oh, yeah. And it's so much to do. And there's something for everyone. There's lots of kids' activities. And uh, it's great because our next guests that we're going to be talking to have a lot to do with, like, the religious education of the parish. We have – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some help with last names because I don't want to mess these up. But we have uh, – no, Naomi, or is it Noemi? Noemi. 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 And, and uh, Leah? Leah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. You need help with last names and first names. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was so confident. Then I looked down, and I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> confident anymore. <laughs> I thought the letters were switched. And it's true. Right. I mean, my name is Sissel, and people really struggle yeah. with that. And my I name feel is like Rowena, I should be so we're just like a table of We should be we good names. with names, but we're not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, uh, Nomi, you're the uh, director of catechesis here at the right. parish, and Leah, you're the director of religious education. Mm-hmm. Those are two really, really vital and integral parts of a parish. So yeah. uh, thank you all for joining us first off. And We'll start with Nomi. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you got involved in the parish first, like how long you've been here, and how you got into the job of director of catechesis? I'm a director of uh, catechesis mainly because I do care about our faith, especially the sacramental um, preparation that we do with uh, kids and also with adults. And I came here from the Diocese of Galveston, Houston, last year. Oh, wow. And I wanted to... Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted just the right year for that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Got the perfect perfect time time arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Sure has a sense of humor. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) In the sense of need also. Our families needed to continue religious education for their kids, but also sacramental preparation. So I wanted to continue that work over here also uh, since we moved uh, in September. And that was the exact month when we started the faith formation in this parish. I got it actually on the last week when they started uh, the preparation I got here. So it was my first. It was um, their first also. And it was challenging. But uh, here we are. We try to serve one family at a time. And right now we are not having any restrictions. uh, But we're still serving our parishioners um, in case of baptisms on private baptisms. That means one family at a time. We don't have big groups. And we want to keep it that way for a while. Uh, But we're still serving our communities, serving our families, serving the needs of the parish in terms of sacramental prep. I like that you bring up about that you're doing it because you're concerned about you know the catechesis of kids but also adults that's so important because i think sometimes we forget that the catechesis needs to continue like i need just as much help like you know i need to continue growing in my faith as you know as much as the kids going through school we can't stop the learning of our faith um so i want to talk to you again in a minute about some more of those particulars but uh leah i want to bring back into the conversation director of religious education do you work under you know, know me, or uh, is it you all work in collaboration together? together? Here you <laughs> yeah, together. Like She's like, what is side by side? A joint effort. <laughs> um, absolutely. So I do all the programming for K through 12 um, outside of sacraments. So anything from like what you think of like a Sunday session with families to like youth night um, with middle school and high school. Um, and so 
That's, and you're that's doing kind great. of what I, <laughs> I'm doing it. I, so, I'm like, so that is, that's so far. quite a demanding position, yes. yes. I feel like. But I'm sure, I'm sure rewarding in so many dynamic ways. Absolutely. But um, what, what's it like? I'm just curious. I'm, I, have, I have three little boys, a fourth boy on the way. Congratulations. We, thank you very much. They, they attend school at Catholic private school. So we do, we get our, we get our religious education. Mm-hmm. But for people who aren't, you know, tapped into like the Catholic private school community and they ha- rely on religious education from their church, like how, um, how, ha- how has it been lately? I mean, is it, is it busier than ever? Is it, is it, are there more challenges, more unique challenges that you have? In your yeah. Job? Like what, what's it, what's the climate like? Yeah. I think like two major things that I would like to talk about is first COVID. <laughs> so like, um, that's definitely been a challenge. And so there are definitely some families who, um, aren't as comfortable coming. And so you have that. Um, and then so they're choosing homeschooling options and things like that Um, and then also we're starting a new sort of a new program or I guess an implementation of family formation and so every other week parents are supposed to come in and receive adult formation so kind of going back to what you were saying about how we need catechesis (laughs) too Um, and so that's definitely been an interesting like not necessarily challenge but just a new thing for for me and for the parish Um, I started back in May so oh wow yeah so still still new (laughs) yeah Exactly. That's very exciting. Exactly. Moving a million I, miles a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I have a 